Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Model Tongue Podcast. I am your host, Karen Ender. Today is the final episode in the three-part series where my friend Bree and I discuss ways to become a better community ally. Whatever we have been doing in support of the African-American community up until this point isn't enough and isn't working. In today's episode, we outline things white people can do better to support the community and be better allies. We go through a number of online resources, actions, provide educational materials that will all be linked in the description box as well as throughout social media. If you would like an emailed list, please DM me and I will be sure to send it over. I'll also include episodes one and two, uh, which can be found below. Episode one discusses racism, white supremacy, and what white people do wrong. And episode two discusses cultural appropriation, celebrities, and accountability. We hope that this three-part series has been helpful and educational and has made you into a better person um, in order to be a better ally to those who need it. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. And thank you so much to Brie for sharing your voice, sharing your thoughts. Uh, I know it wasn't easy and I know that it takes a lot of emotional labor and just know that I appreciate you so much. And for the final time this series... Welcome back, Brie. Hi. Okay, we're back Hello. for part three. Um, we just, I want to make sure that you get to say everything that you need to say and yeah, need to hear it. So uh, thank you to everyone who is being patient with our three kind of segments to this episode. Um, but I'm also kind of happy that uh, it worked out like this because I think this is a great episode to have on its own, which is just easy to click on. And it's all there, which is what yeah. what white people can do. and um, I, you know, I, I am an, I consider myself an advocate, but I do believe in yeah. that the, the, cause I know there's a lot of advocates and people do it differently, but I believe that the true advocate, what they do is that they take the spotlight and they shine it on people who need the, the yeah. age that they haven't necessarily had the opportunity to have it in the past. Um, and part of that too, I think is the same with being a community ally, um, mm-hmm. for the, African-American community because there are a lot of people I think who believe they're being uh, a good advocate and an ally ally yeah but um but they're not and and, mm-hmm. and then but that all ties into racism and yep. just not maybe not so obvious racism but just what's ingrained in us and our white privilege thinking yeah. that we're people but we're not so I want to talk about that um and for anyone listening I hope that you reach out to these resources. It's very important that you do not depend or wait on the African-American community to teach you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's your yep. responsibility to educate yourself and how to be mm-hmm. a better community ally um, and listen, listen to what the community needs. So yeah. Um, I've been sharing so many like links and resources and I'll be sure to of course include our, our description bio for this. Yeah. So it's going to be so long. Um, but one thing that I just quickly saw online um, that I thought was like, very to the point um, was just, I don't know if you saw this, but it's literally called What White People Can Do Over Time. So oh yeah, number one is research and learn in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just goes into detail, like take it upon yourself to research the ways racism, ways supremacy are built into the fabric of society in which you live. Yep. Um, we touched on this in episode one. Stop sharing graphic videos of black people being murdered without warning. If mm-hmm. you're 
going to share these uh, images, which I think, I think you, you disagree that they should be shared, right? Um, no, I'm saying that they shouldn't be shared at all. Yeah, they, should, they shouldn't be shared at yeah. all. I'm with you on that. Um, yeah. And we, you know, in episode one, you can go listen to an experience I had with trying to convey this. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it is traumatic. Um, your black, it says your black friends already know the reality of the situation. You don't need to remind them. Yep. And, you know, it, it, and even still, if you're going to share a graphic video or image and like, that's just what you want to do, nest it in the comments, have a trigger warning. It takes exactly. two seconds. Um, open your eyes to anti-blackness, pay attention to your wet experience, speak up and argue with white people. And then there's some links that I'll be sure to include, but yeah, uh, anything you have to add to that. I think it's honestly when, whenever someone says that white people can be racist, instead of having your guard up, just really listen. And I think as a white person, you can never tell us about our experience. What we're telling you is what we are going through. Just because people aren't screaming out the N-word and, you know, being radical with it doesn't necessarily, like, it doesn't mean that we don't experience racism. And to me, it is so subtle in so many different ways. Like, when I, even when I go to a store, Karen, there are times I can't even tell you where I literally cross my hands while I'm walking in the store because I don't want to be accused of stealing. Things like that. As a white woman, have you ever had to think about that? No. No. And this is what I'm saying. So when I say white people can be racist and other white people are, are defending just because you aren't slurring the N-word or doing this or doing that, it doesn't mean that people cannot be racist. And even the things that you are doing can be passive aggressive racism where, you know, you're looking more so at the black customer like this, like, what are they doing? Even in a restaurant, we can tell when we're being treated differently. It happens any and everywhere. And just really quickly, because I know like my phone is dying, unfortunately, <laughs> I did want to say, um, you know, with the whole Amanda, uh, sorry, Amy Cooper. Um, so by her, like what people don't understand is by her saying, I'm going to call the cops and say that I'm being threatened by a black male. What she is basically saying is that your position in society does not allow you to talk to me in that way. And now you're going to be punished for, for, for trying to put me in my place. And so that's what people don't understand is that, you know, a lot of white people know how we are ranked, I guess, in society. And they use it against us knowing that black people are always seen as the bad ones or we're always seen as doing something wrong. And when you see that as a white person, you need to speak up. You need to be able to fight. And I said this even in like the previous episode, it's not enough to not be racist. You have to be outraged. Like you have to be outraged and you have to speak up or you're part of the problem. You're showing that you're complacent. So um, if you are, if you are neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the yeah. oppressor. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. A hundred percent. Amy Cooper, right? That was her name. Yeah. That's her name. Yeah. Um, yeah. She knew what she was doing. Um, 100%. and that there's been so, you know, so many things on my feed timeline that people are saying is what, what, what Amy Cooper did, she was hoping would happen to George Floyd. Exactly. What happened? Yeah. So what Amy Cooper was doing to um, the gentleman, I don't even know, his name is Cooper as well, right? It is I Cooper, yeah. Jeff <laughs> Jeffrey Cooper, I don't know, I could be I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, my, but my she family. basically, she basically wanted what happened Christian. to George Floyd to ha Christian. Christian Cooper. Cooper. 
what she wanted to happen to Christian Cooper is the same thing that happened to George Floyd. And that's the thing is that people don't understand is that their actions, like their words really do have these repercussive actions that people do not take into account. So. Um, some articles, crazy. so some articles that I'm going to include, there was this really great one, uh, 75 things white people can do for social justice. I love that. Um, I read that. Yeah. It's yes, really good. Um, Black women radicals and AAFC solidarity reading list. So some reading materials. Uh, and, uh, so this is an article, Amy Cooper knew exactly what she was doing by Ziba Blay. Uh, yeah. Again, very, very good. Algorithms of Oppression Book Club and Study Group by Mandy Harris Williams. Yeah. And uh, places to donate. So these are just a couple that I've mentioned, but I will include in you as well, like send me over anything you have. Yeah, I'll um, send you everything I have. But honestly, Karen, what you're doing is important and people need to, people need to hear this. 100%. People need to speak up. And yeah. Uh, places to donate. George Floyd Memorial Fund, Minnesota Freedom Fund, Justice for Ahmaud Aubrey Fundraiser, Justice for Breonna Taylor, Petition and Fundraiser, National Bailout Fund, Free Black Mamas. Um, and also, you know, go on Instagram and follow, like, share content from POC users. Sean King is a good one. Sean King. Yeah. Uh, Because I was, I was also mentioning with all this happening this week, I was only sharing posts from POC uh, users on Instagram. Yeah. And I think like, that's really important. Like go, go into the community and, and see how you could help. And, you know, sharing content helps obviously in the world of social media, but I know, um, our our friend actually nori uh norel her instagram handle is a board father i'll be sure to include it she is making digital art that you can purchase yeah. and uh the proceeds will go to fundraisers let me just see we'll go to the families oh, i believe karen we're good yeah <laughs> okay and then you know, i'll be sure to include everything every town all women project yes. um but brie thank you so much thank for being here for- thank you so much for being here it means so much uh i know it's not easy to talk about and i really appreciate you just taking the the time and like the you know emotional toll and labor it takes to discuss this with me and to share it with our audience uh to hopefully bring to the forefront how important it is to be to check in on our uh friends right now who may be affected by this, um, see how they're doing, ask how they're doing, ask what we can do for them, how, how we can help. Think about being a better community ally. Think about uh, what we're doing, reflect in on yourself and just have that awareness, you know, that enough is enough, things have to change. We know with full certainty that everything we have been doing thus far is not enough. We are not doing enough or whatever we think we have been doing isn't working. So. Brie, thank you so much for just sharing your stories and your thoughts and opinions. Um, I love you so much. And I hope everyone just took something from the, uh, these podcasts and will take the time to support um, Black artists, community members, musicians, businesses, Instagram, social media, uh, listen to their stories, read their articles, read their books, um, purchase their books educate yourselves and together we can just help 
just help together. We can help, we can support each other and help in the best of the way that we can. So thank you everyone for listening and watching. Um, stay safe and take care of you and yours during this time. But thank you so much and we will see you next week.